Are you a crappy partner, crappy wife, crappy husband, crappy mate? This podcast is for you. Give yourself the gift of self-awareness. Learn new skills. Take the time to assess your partnership, marriage, relationship, etc. So how are we going to do this? Start by taking the Crappy Mate Quiz. The quiz can be found on our website, www.crappymate.com, on Pinterest, Crappy Mate, Instagram and Facebook, Crappy Mate Podcast. We will dedicate episodes to discussing the quiz topics. In further episodes, we will be exploring common problems, speed bumps that occur in relationships. Also, we will introduce time-tested skills and helpful hints to enhance your relationship. And we invite you, our listeners, to contribute your thoughts, questions, or concerns regarding relationships. Welcome to the Crappy Mate Podcast. I'm Dr. Richard Vance Barnes, MD. I'm a board-certified general psychiatrist with 25-plus years in psychiatry. I have treated patients in a variety of settings, both inpatient units, outpatient units, partial hospitalization units, as well as detoxification programs and rehabilitation programs. And I've had a private practice for many, many years. And I'm Barbara Quaid, a marriage and family therapist. I also have over 25 years experience working with families, individuals, and couples. And my life as a therapist has been both humbling and joyful. Before we get started, I'd just like to talk about our disclaimer. The Crappy Made podcast is designed to be a useful tool to help individuals and couples have happier and healthier relationships. This podcast is not a substitute for individual or couples therapy, and as always, relationships need to be safe. Seek professional help as needed. The Crappy Made Podcast was developed out of hearing years and years of stories and accounts from patients in therapy about their mates and themselves actually being crappy mates and poorly behaving within the relationship. And so this concept was then developed into a podcast of how can we help people to actually improve upon their relationships. And so in order to do this, we developed a quiz. And the quiz, we really thought about some concepts that we thought were important in a relationship. And so the Crappy Mate quiz ended up being a 10-question self-scoring assessment that can be found on our Facebook page. And our Facebook page is aptly named The Crappy Mate Podcast. And along with the quiz, you will find a glossary with the terms we used both in the podcast and on the quiz. And this is so we can all be on the same page. Now, to score the quiz... You will read each question carefully and then ask yourself, do I do this almost always, sometimes, or almost never? And when we thought about this, the scoring is like this. Almost always is worth three points, sometimes two points, and almost never one point. So once you have your total points, you add them up. And a score of 10 to 17 clearly indicates that one needs improvement. A score of 17 to 24, one has a degree of awareness, but improvement can still be beneficial. And a score of 24 to 30, one is aware, insightful, and acting in a positive manner as it pertains to the relationship.
regarding today's question, do I take care of myself physically, emotionally, and spiritually? You know, the question to me is, in essence, the core, one of my core beliefs, in fact, regarding romantic relationships. And that is the belief being that we owe it to ourselves and to our mates, our partners, to be our very best self. And what does that mean? Well, that means that we have to take care of ourselves in these particular areas, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. In my years of psychiatry, the 25 plus years, I've heard a lot of different stories, a lot of different accounts. And on multiple occasions, I've had partners in therapy and people in therapy where they spoke about their mates and their spouses, their their relationships, in which their partner is consuming, for instance, too much alcohol, or they may be gambling, or they may be overeating, or they may not be exercising to the point of unhealthiness. And for many of these patients that I'm treating and reporting these events regarding their mates, it's bringing about these feelings of being stressed and depressed, and at times just frank anger, and also being withdrawn in a relationship because they recognize that their partners are not caring for themselves. And ultimately, it has a negative impact on the relationship. So what does that, I mean, I'm going to just ask you, Dr. B, what does it look like if someone is addressing their own physical, emotional, and spiritual health? Well, let me give my own personal example of this and what it looks like for me when I'm thinking of taking care of myself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. It begins with exercise for me. And every day I work out, I spend about 30 minutes addressing my physical needs in terms of exercise. And, you know, as a psychiatrist, I've found that exercise not only keeps me physically fit, but it also is an amazing stress reliever. And I found that working out, it seems to help me to release so much emotionally. Physical exercise is a detoxification, especially when you're sweating. And you know, I love to sweat, Barbara. <laughs> so it not only releases these poisons, urea and other products out of our system, but it also is an emotional detox. It, it allows you to let go of certain thoughts and feelings and it just improves my well-being. So I really spend about that time, 30 minutes, addressing that. Now, I also will spend time addressing my spiritual needs, and I do this in terms of prayer. And I spend time praying each morning, connecting with my higher power. And for me, I spend time giving thanks for the many, many gifts and blessings that have been bestowed on me. I ask for healing for my patients, and I ask for wisdom and strength to continue to do the very best that I can to treat my patients each and every day. And, you know, staying attuned to my spiritual health in this way, it's one of the core ingredients I feel allows me to continue with my job. But being able to address your physical, emotional, spiritual health allows for me to be much more present and available to my wife, to my life partner. And it really has these amazing benefits for our, our relationship. 
Oh, that's lovely. You know, when you're talking about spirituality, I am also thinking that there are people out there that have different thoughts on spirituality. I like that you pray and you connect with your health. But other folks may have different beliefs or they connect with their own faith or their philosophy of life. And a lot of folks also connect through nature. And I think that's also very, very valuable, just that connection with something bigger than yourselves. I think that's an excellent point. And I think that people at times will get kind of hung up in having this need to have a specific way of of praying, for instance, or they'll have a specific deity or God that they have to pray to. But in essence, I think that there's many people that find nature to be very soothing and to be very powerful and regard it as a higher power. I believe you were sharing with me about Japanese culture in which they use nature to provide some healing and some faith base. Absolutely. It's called forest bathing. And really what it is, is being outside and surrounding yourself by nature. And just in being in nature, you are grounding yourself, you're cleansing yourself, and you're allowing your spiritual life to flourish. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Perhaps that's why, you know, I recommend to all my patients as a grounding tool to get out into nature and get around trees. And we know that trees will stimulate endorphins being released in us, which is very interesting to me, but it makes sense why we feel good when we're out in, for instance, in the woods or in the forest and we're surrounded by trees and nature. It doesn't just have to be out in the forest or in the mountains. I go outside every single day. I call it my walkabout. And I just go out and look at my garden, see what's planted, to see what birds are coming to the feeders, to see what's blooming. It really is meditative to just walk outside. It doesn't have to be my garden either. I can walk around the neighborhood and just appreciate other people's lush gardens. Well, that sounds to me, Barbara, like it's a meditative moment for you as well when you're out in your garden. Oh, absolutely. I got to say that if I have an appointment or something I need to do, I can't go out in my garden because I could miss it. I could miss the appointment. I get so involved. I lose myself in just looking around. That's beautiful. I think that's beautiful. And I just want to reflect a little bit on the exercise piece, because I think it's important for our listeners to realize that it's something that is, in my opinion, it's, it's crucial to mental health, but it's also crucial to sustaining a really healthy relationship. And it's something that I don't want our listeners to get too hung up on, but I think it's important to somehow incorporate it into your everyday life and to not think about it as work. It's something that is going to reap just wonderful benefits and that it really will impact your relationship greatly. And I think I would ask you, what about our people out there that just see it as something, it's another chore, something they have to do, or they've been asked to do by their doctor? Well, the way I approach that is I tell people to, first of all, they have to change their their opinions about it. They have to change their headset, as I would say. And they have to look at it not as work, 
but as really a privilege. And exercise really is a privilege for us because we all know people that are not physically capable of exercise. So I think that we have to have a different attitude regarding it, but we have to just start small. And we have to focus on the benefits that we really do reap from exercise, the stress relief, the physical strength that we get, and the detoxification, both emotionally and physically, as we mentioned as well. So you're also saying that exercising helps you to regulate your emotions? Absolutely, it does. It absolutely does. And I think of exercise really as probably our most natural mood stabilizer that we have. When you are depressed and you exercise to the point where you release your serotonin, endorphins, and dopamine, you're going to feel better. If you are feeling like you are anxious, you will release endorphins and serotonin, and again, you will feel calm. So it's one of the most natural mood stabilizers that we have, and it has such a great impact on, on mental health I recommend it to all my patients, and I'm questioning them with every visit, are you exercising? I do the same. I absolutely do the same. So we'll talk about some helpful hints for today. And these are helpful hints on self-care. So set a time daily to reflect or to pray or to journal or to somehow think about your life. Be aware of your physical, emotional, and spiritual dimensions of yourself. Treat yourself with compassion. Extend compassion to your mate. And make your mate's need for self-care a priority as well as your own. So, an exercise. We can't forget that piece. In closing the podcast today, I just want to remind our listeners of our disclaimer. The Crappy Mate podcast is designed to be a useful tool to help individuals and couples have happier and healthier relationships. This podcast is not a substitute for individual or couples therapy. And as always, relationships need to be safe. Seek professional help as needed. Thank you for listening to the Crappy Made podcast. We invite you to submit comments, questions, and our concerns about today's podcast, or give us feedback on relationship topics you'd like to hear covered. We encourage you to try our helpful hints. Give these a go, try them on, try them on for size. Remember, you can follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages under the Crappy Mate podcast. Our website is www.crappymate.com. And please be sure to subscribe. Thank you for listening.